Yo, what's going on, folks? Danny, boy, Reginald, back with you. It is the end of Game 7 here. Sports Saying Podcast. Sports Saying our bottom nine, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's bottom go. Bottom nine. So excited for you. Uh, post-football. Um, and um, as we're going into our first post football weekend, yeah, it, it, it's it's bittersweet. It sucks because there's no football, but it's great because we have baseball. Isn't it? it already, pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training, and everyone is going to be there by Monday, so it's going to be all 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 great. Yeah. Ah, can't you just see the grass? Yep, and smelling the, the nice. Uh, play in the field for you, Bill. The beer is the popcorn for me. It's the hot dogs and the. Who doesn't like a good hot dog or a good popcorn? Exactly, man. So this is this is really really exciting stuff here. Um, I can't wait for baseball season. It, it's time and everything. We got bombers banter is coming up. Yes, soon. bombers banter is coming soon. Probably when the Yankees fully report, so we'll probably and that's Monday. They come Monday, right? Yeah. So some sometime within the next week or so, we'll get. We'll definitely. We'll finally get you. It's the we'll, long we'll awaited. You'll get yeah, it so next week or two. You will have the season premiere of Bombers Banter. Yeah, you you will we will definitely two. get it in. Um, but in the meantime, um, we'll. Go through this was a very slow week. Me and Bill were talking about it before we started recording. About you know, yeah, when when football's done, things at first are pretty slow. So please bear with us as we go through a very rough time. Um, but let's get to it. This is not a very slow story. It's actually a pretty sad story. Um, as you know, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They had their championship celebration in Kansas City. Only for that to turn for the worst, Bill. Yes, and um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, on Tuesday, the Kansas City Chiefs were having their parade mm-hmm. and a shooting came out when there was one person sadly passed away. Yeah, it was 20, uh, in total, like 23 people were impacted it was one obviously the lady who was a local radio personality over there uh very popular host apparently and uh she lost her life in the shooting and then of course there was 22 others that were hurt get this bill 11 under the age of 16 like i'm sorry the 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 second you talk about Young boys and girls who just want to go out and celebrate yeah. their favorite who, 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 team. You know, they're they're they they are nothing but innocent bystanders. This is apparently because of a fight that broke out uh, during the parade celebration. Uh, two juveniles who had who were armed got into some type of altercation or whatever. And then it ends up with the shooting and you have 11 uh, young boys and girls, some children, some teenagers, who all they were were just innocent bystanders. And they get hurt. 
Like, can at some point, and I don't want to get too political here because this is not a political show, but at some point, that's got to make you sick. Like, it has to make you feel a certain way where something needs to be done about this. Like, you know, this is, this is the, this is a Super Bowl parade. This is football, man. We're supposed, this is a time where we are supposed to celebrate. Yeah. This is a time where we're supposed to be celebrating a, you know, a, a joyous occasion for the city of San Francisco. I was saying, so Kansas City, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a joyous occasion. Yeah. We're supposed to be up and down celebrating, but today is, this is just a, it's just a sad occasion. Yeah. And you know what makes it even worse? This was actually. Also, this was the <clears throat> this was the six year anniversary of the Parkland shooting too. Yeah, and then uh, of the all day after the one year anniversary of the Michigan State yeah. shooting, and, and, and of all things, it was Valentine's. It was Valentine's Day. It was it, Ash Wednesday. Like you know. But, it's supposed to be a day of love. It's supposed to be. It's a day that we're supposed to show love. Yeah. And listen, and you know, I've said this before about Valentine's Day. It's not just a day for couples. It's a day we're supposed to show love to our families, our friends, mm-hmm. to strangers. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I am. I'm sorry, Reg. I really have to say something right now. The floor is yours, dude. How many more times do things like this have to happen before something gets done? I don't know. Maybe that's like, listen, this isn't categorized as a mass shooting because the official definition of a mass shooting is four people or more dead. Right. Only one person was killed, but that doesn't make it any less sad. You have two young kids who are now going to grow up without their mother. Yeah. And... If any of you out there are going, what about our freedom? Shut up. Just shut up right now. Go tell the two young kids who just lost their mom about your freedom. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. It's just, and I'm sorry if I seem angry, Reg, but how many more times does this happen? Well, it it angers everybody because, you know, people were there just to have fun and celebrate their team, but then it turns into a nightmare for some of these people. So there's going to be a lot of people who are going to literally, they can't sleep at night because of this. You know, you think about the brave people who tackled, you know, the gunmen, the, the, you know, the people that took bullets on the scene. Like, think about that for a second. Why does it have to be that way? Why does it have to be that way? And brutal. It's you know brutal. what? I was for the rest of their lives, Bill. For the rest of their lives. I was out yesterday. Um, and I was I was at a store and I was overhearing two employees talking. 
And I remember they said, you just don't feel safe anywhere nowadays. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's another thing, you know. And look, you know, eventually I want to see my teams go down the canyon of heroes, just like I've seen the Giants go down the canyon of heroes, just like I've seen the Yankees go down the canyon of heroes. Like, I want to see my teams go down the canyon of heroes, but I want to see it without the possibility of being shot or blown up because of some senseless dude or gal that, you know, doesn't care about the lives of anyone else, but theirs. Like it, it, it's, it's truly shocking. Like how Man. people can really, really turn, turn, turn this way. It really is. And, and for, for, for in this case, for it to be teenagers, it's sad too. It's sad that, you know, they did not obviously did not get the proper help needed to, you know, avoid acting in the way that they did. And I don't know what the motivations were at this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, apparently it was just a a fight or whatever. So again, I don't that that that's all we pretty much know. And, you know, this was again going back to what I heard yesterday. You don't feel safe anywhere. Hmm. And you know what? That's kind of a reasonable thought because I want a world where we can go to games and we can go to parades and not worry about if we're going to get injured or or die. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? And it's just a te- like these are people even those who weren't physically hurt they're going to be mentally these people are going to be mentally scarred for the rest of their life. Yeah, not only the people that got hurt, but the people that have to, that, you know, again, we don't know. There are people with guns there that these men tackle, but we don't know if that was officially, because, again, these are juveniles. So, you know, they can't, their their names aren't getting released. And, but you know, like, still, it has to be terrifying for anyone that's involved, especially ones that got hurt. And, of course, that poor lady. Um, who was killed, and obviously their family will never get to see her again. Her coworkers at that radio station will never get to see of her course, again. Lisa know, Lopez Galvan—that's yeah. the name of uh, her. She went by Lisa Lopez, I think, on the radio. So it's, it's just shocking. It's just such a sad situation, and because you got to think about it this way: these are. Again, two little kids who will never see their mom again. Yeah. And again, if I hear anyone going, well, what about our freedom? Shut up. I don't want to hear it. You go talk to that family and tell them about your freedom. I'm sorry. I'm angry. How many more times does this have to happen before before something gets done. Well, it, a lot of things have to happen. Um, for one thing, since this involves juveniles, we have to start having these programs. Like, is there, you mean tell me there was no program around for these kids that kept them off the street? Like, you know, for me, I had... Little League Baseball, I had CYO Basketball. Bill, I'm sure you had something. Like, it, it, come on now. 
There has Absolutely. to be something. I had bowling for a little while. You know, it's we gotta have. You know, I think. You know, and you know, we, you know, with juveniles, we need. You know, we need outlets for them to yeah. get their anger out. You know, and maybe video game go to boxing. Or you know, maybe, video games. Maybe, Video games, you get really hyped up with video games. Like you can release a lot of anger and tension playing as long games. As it's not too much, you know everything. Well, in well, I mean, but yeah, but come on now, if you're going to get into it, you're going to get into it. Like you know, some, you know, do a sports program, do take up a musical instrument. You know, these people who have so much anger, therapy, you, like go to therapy. therapy Please like, go to on. therapy. Go get help. Like, what do we? What is like? I go to therapy. And about, I am not ashamed to say that. Daniel, we talk about how the kids are failing themselves because they're not making the right decisions. What adult out there, Bill, is giving them the guidance to help make those decisions? And you know, maybe it's you know, put your kids in. You know. Maybe these kids should be in like sports, like baseball, or maybe where they actually have an adult figure they can look up to. Yeah. Well, they just need something. It could be literally anything. Chess club, like something, something to keep them busy, keep sports, their minds music, active. theater, something. Like keep keep their minds active, make them think a little bit. Like this is. It's a crisis, dude. This is a crisis that we're in. There should be no reason that teenagers on the street should have a gun and take that gun to out into the public where there's thousands of people. They're in their own damn business. They like, just come on they now. be there to celebrate a Super Bowl parade. Scaring the hell out of people and then hurting people in the process, people that don't deserve to be hurt because all they were doing was celebrating their team winning the Super Bowl. And like, listen, these, this generation needs help. They desperately need help. So you know, especially in the inner cities. Inner cities are it's terrible, dude. It's really bad. Like, I think they need again find an outlet, whether it be sports, taking up a musical instrument, maybe doing theater, chess club. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, play poker. And I'm not, I'm not telling them to learn how to gamble and become gamblers and be, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, something to stimulate the mind. You, you you have to give them something of a distraction, a good distraction. It just be a distraction. Keep them away from this crap because it also gives them a sense of community. Yeah, man. It also gives them a sense of community, of friends, connections. And you know what? I think what the problem is, and this is going to get really serious here. I think generations now, you know, you and I are millennials. Now we got Gen Z and Gen Alpha. This generation is so isolated. Yeah. And it could be from COVID the last few years, how we were all isolated. That deals a lot with mental we health. Blame, we can't put everything on COVID. Like at some point, like that, that argument's got to go with that. You know, well, we need we need to protect our children, and we need to make sure that the adults out there are actually providing them with the guidance they need. 
that, and, that you know, happens. maybe there are kids who don't come from the best home life, but, you know, maybe they nope. can find a parental figure like a coach or a teacher or an instructor. Mm-hmm. Hey, the, 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 there's a lot of these or big these big brother programs, I don't know from where, but somewhere, whether it's, you know. Please, you know, we need programs that keep these kids out of trouble. Please, we I'm, need I'm to. Sure, I'm sure senseis at karate places can also help out. With, please, these kids you know, need help. The point is that it's a much bigger problem than just guns. Obviously, you know, that. That should be one of the very first things addressing the gun crisis. And you know what it is? Yeah. How we don't, okay, these kids were under 18. I have a very, I have a very simple question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. How on the hell on God's green earth did these kids get a gun? What, 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 who, who gave it to them? I'm, I, and you know for a damn fact they were not old enough to hold that gun. Because you know what? Like, here's the thing: when these shootings happen, I am so tired of the peep of the NRA folks. Like, eh, I'll take my guns away. No, you know what? To to the responsible gun owners, I got a message for you. I want your voice to be the loudest. You know why? Yeah. Because you jumped through all the hoops to get those. You did the mental background check. You did the criminal background check. I want your voice the loudest. I want yeah. someone. Well, to well, say, I'm well, a responsible gun owner. How the hell did this guy get a gun? Yeah, I mean that's another thing because you know the NRA used to do that type of crap where they literally would have gun control measures go through Congress to make sure that the wrong person does not get their hands on a rifle. But of course, that's completely shifted over the last like four decades like that that part of the nra doesn't exist anymore that part of the nra should come back because there are responsible gun owners that are part of the nra that want gun control that you know it's it's a whole thing like you know we again it, it all ties into first things first like you said i don't know why teenagers have guns in their hands um, it all ties back to these adults who literally are failing to make sure that we keep children safe and away from harm. Whether they do the harm or whether they get harm. And please, like we've been saying, please save the children you know tell make they need to pass laws to make sure kids don't get their hands on guns and please just and you know get like we've been saying get better programs to help kids to get kids on the right track and not let them resort to violence please and, you know, we talked about the stuff that just makes me upset, but I want to talk about some of the stuff that kind of restored my faith in humanity. And that was 
Did you hear about the chief players who were calming the kids down, who were just absolutely nervous? Yeah, I mean, I and they mean, were helping they, them find they, their families. They, and they, they're all, I mean, they were all running away. They mean, and rightfully so, they should definitely get to safety. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, the Chiefs players. You know, Andy Reid too. He yeah, they were they were amazing throughout the whole process, making sure everyone gets protected. They 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 were obviously one of the very first to react. Uh, with obviously the prayer emojis from Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, my heart is broken over the tragedy that took place. And uh, my heart is with all who came out and celebrated with us and have been affected. KC mean the world to me. Uh, Taylor Swift donating $100,000 to the victim families. That was pretty cool to see. I know we give a lot, we've been busting Taylor, Taylor Swift's ass a little bit. No, but, that, you know, here we'll, we'll that's actually a really nice gesture for her. She didn't have to do that, but and she that did. was a GoFundMe, and the goal was seventy five, and she donated a hundred thousand. So, um, it, uh, it, but you know, yeah. it's and also, did you see? Um, there were pictures of Pat and Brittany Mahomes visiting two young girls in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. And like, listen, I have made in the past. I have made some comments about Brittany Mahomes. But they did the right thing. And you know what it is? It's always. Here's something I always think about when tragedies happen. I don't know if you ever saw this, Reg, but. um, Mr. Rogers. Had an episode about gun violence. Yep. I don't know if you ever saw this famous clip. They they banned it for a while too. Mm-hmm. It was at, it was in response to the murder of John Lennon and the assassination attempts of um, Ronald Reagan and Pope John Paul II. And I remember, like every time a tragedy happens, I always think about this part when Mister Rogers would. He said, when I was a little boy and I saw something scary in the newspaper, I would ask my parents and grandparents what they thought. My mother, and he, and this is the part that always stands out to me. He goes, my mother would be looking for if there was anyone trying, was looking for the people who were helping the person yeah. who was hurt. And she said, always look for the people who help. There's always someone who wants to help. Mm-hmm. And when you hear, and when you hear yesterday about, you know, two days ago, about chief players, you know, reach, you know, trying to keep kids calm, trying to help them find their families. When you have Taylor Swift donating money to help a family who just lost their mom and their wife. When you when you have Pat Mahomes visiting young fans in the hospital, you know, that that really shows yeah. up. I'm not saying any part of a tragedy is good. I'm not saying that. Please don't get my but, words. But the, but the little things go a long way for sure. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Like you, rem- like you remember that, hey, you know, these people are just doing small things. 
to make these people's lives a little easier. So um, all I can say is to the person who lost their life, our thoughts and prayers are with her family right now yeah. are, you know, to the 22 people who were injured, we wish you all a speedy recovery. And I don't know what else to say. Well, Taylor Twelman, uh, who was a big time soccer analyst for uh, Apple TV, uh, he he's one of the biggest uh, reasons why soccer is so big in the U.S. He's done a terrific job, but you know he he's worried about when the World Cup comes here because he says you if you argue against regulation of firearms after seeing ten people shot at a Super Bowl parade, then get your brain checked and see if it works. One hundred percent agree. While you're at it, check the heart too. Imagine when the World Cup is here. Why would a visitor feel safe? No, because no, I understand. Wild. Because a lot of players who are around the world where guns is not a big issue, mm. because they have stricter laws there. Yeah. If they saw that and they say, you know what, I don't feel safe playing the World why Cup. Would I, why would I want to come to the U.S. and get I killed? Absolutely. I don't blame them. I why would I if they because if someone like a country in Australia where they have very strict gun regulations. Yeah. And they see this and they're like thinking, yeah, I wouldn't want to go play in the US. I don't feel safe playing there. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It, it, we we have to get our acts together again. This is, it's not political statement to say. This is about. This is not about politics. This is not about conservative or liberal. Yeah. This is about Republicans or Democrats. This is about human lives. Yeah. It's about it's about humanity. Safe making sure that and making sure that people don't live in fear when they're going to celebrate their team winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, because I was uh, even thinking I had this yeah. conversation with my mom just about an hour or so ago. I'm going on a trip this summer to see a sporting event, and I told my mom, "I'm like, am I going to be safe there?" Yeah, and you probably all thinking, "Oh, you're you're overthinking, you're crazy." I'm like, "No, just after that, I think that's a reasonable thought." Wild stuff. Um, Parting message. Sorry, Bill. My mom said, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's saying. Yeah, your mom knows best for sure. But. Yeah, so. I'm sorry, what was your parting message, Reg? Just a parting message for Kansas City. Um, Obviously, nobody wanted y'all to win the Super Bowl. I love y'all. You you guys are Americans first before we are sports fans and rivals and everything. So please, please, please uh, hug, kiss, and say I love you to all those that you're close with, friends, family, everybody. Uh, I, I love all my Americans and I want everyone uh, to feel safe. And yeah, Kansas City, you're in my heart. For as long as you y'all need me to be, because you know, 
it sucks. Oh, it does. So, are, so we're Casey Strong. Mm -hmm. I know this time last week we were busting their chops. Mm -hmm. But you know what? At the end of the day, guys, it's just a game. It's bigger than football, dude. This this is It's like after 9/11. Yeah. All we were all New Yorkers. Yeah. Yep. Or... And you know, we uh, we stand with the city of Kansas City. Our thoughts and prayers are with them. Yeah, so uh, we'll obviously monitor more uh, as the days go on. Uh, pretty sad that, that this is happening. Uh, just another piece of football news um, as we tr you know transition to more lighter topics. Um, it's going to be hard, trust me. It, 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 it's it's going to be really hard. Uh, just, just another piece of news. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he took PEDs, was caught doing it, and is suspended for two games. Uh, but on top of being suspended, we are now expecting the Raiders to release Garoppolo before the fifth day uh, of the new league, which obviously starts in March. Uh, this is pretty much for salary cap reasons. They obviously don't want to pay him the 11 or, or so million dollars that he's owed. So um, he will not be a Las Vegas Raider next season. So it's um, yeah, that's uh, the first things first. Jimmy Garoppolo. For, before we even get to that, who the hell cares? <laughs> who cares what these players use if they want to take whatever type of substance to help them? Let them. It's their body, man. Like, who cares? But I get it. NFL has rules. You got to follow the rules. You don't follow the rules. You're going to get punished. And that's what happened there. Um, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, man, I, I don't know. Like, how many more chances is this guy going to get? You know? Like, at some point. They might just say, boy. You know, clock clock's ticking, dude. You, you, you couldn't find a stable place in San Francisco. You obviously, you know, had Tom Brady right next to you in New England. And you lost your starting job in Vegas. I think it's time that we start hanging it up on his career. At least as a starter. He can still play, but... Just be a backup now, Jimmy boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like they, 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 And I wanted Garoppolo to succeed. I really did. Oh, I, I did too. I just don't know if, if it's going to be the case. I just don't. So, who are the Raiders going to have as their quarterback now? I mean, it depends on what your boy Pierce wants to do. What does Antonio Pierce want? You know? I was skeptical about this first, but I'm actually excited for this. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm excited for this, so this could be cool. Yeah. Um, moving on to the baseball, since pitchers and catchers have reported, we actually have baseball news. Oh, is it great? <laughs> it really is really cool. You no, know, because it gives you, because like I said, with, with this, we kind of have that, that hangover period between Super Bowl Sunday and spring mm -hmm. training is now, it's shorter. 
Yep. Much, much shorter. So it's it, it's terrific stuff. Rob Manfred, um, mm-hmm. a big one. My worst enemy. <laughs> he wasted no time making this news. Uh, but Thursday, he told reporters that he is planning to step down as commissioner in 2029, which is five years from now. Um, obviously, he's 65 years old. He'll be 70. I don't know if age was a factor. Uh, but, um, yeah, the, so pretty much within the next five years, he's going to slowly, slowly, um, um, obviously, uh, transition out of the commissioner's position of baseball. And I just have to say one thing. He better make these next five years one of the best for baseball. Because he really screwed the pooch over the last Yeah, his years. his tenure has been pretty rocky. Um obviously and, he's done great things to the game. I, I love what he's done with the with the the timing been, of the game. Timing of the game is much easier to manage. Um certainly easier to watch. So the I mean I, I think baseball in terms of like Growth and development is probably at best. It will never be back to top tier status because no one cares about the game as much as they used to. That's just the reality of the situation in America. But um, I do love that the games are faster and I love that he's trying new things and implementing new things. It may not be the best things, but he's trying his best to at least, um, you know, make the game more fun and easier to manage, you know, watching and stuff, like, more popular. And I also like how he's trying to incorporate more of what the youth want. So that's a good thing. The relationship between the league and the players' union... has been atrocious. It, it's it, Under Manfred, it's been a disaster. Because you know when it... I know, and I know it's probably better now... Because, you know, teams are handing out contracts left and right. They're signing their players to long-term deals. So th- there hasn't been any big-time fight since the lockout. But it's been atrocious, dude. And, you know... Before, like before Manfred, you had Bud Selig, who, you know, after the last player strike and lockout, you know, for a period of, what, 30 years or so, close to it, where they had strong labor agreements. But now it's like, I think the big one that was even started was the whole thing during COVID. And you've heard us talked about that when it was going on. And, and, and look, I, I, and look, I called it from the beginning, like, you know, there, there's no contract and the players aren't happy. And that went on for a, a long time, a very, very long time. The 2020 season, and we've talked about this before, they were too busy dealing with the freaking labor dispute mm-hmm. than they were rather than issuing proper safety protocols. Yeah. And because, you know, the players and the league couldn't reach an agreement, like, fine, I declare a 54 game season or a 60 game season. Uh-huh. 
and you were too busy dealing with the labor dispute than trying to institute proper safety protocols. And thankfully, the 2022 season only got delayed by, like, what, a week? Yeah. By the grace of God, Rob Manfred, you almost lost a season there. Because at the beginning of the season... It looked what the CBA, for instance, because I was like, thinking, we were saying this for a year. Goes at the end of next season, the CBA expires, and you know what that means. <laughs> players are not going to be holding. Players and owners aren't going to be holding hands singing "Kumbaya." Yeah. So, uh, look, obviously, it's been rocky with Rob Manfred for sure. Um, I'm not going to say his tenure as commissioner has been good or bad because it's been up and down. His next five years better be a good one, and he has a lot to prove. And I hope it comes away with baseball. Again, the baseball does not have to be the number one sport anymore, but certainly has to be more popular with the fan base uh, of all of America in general, just sports fans in general, because you know baseball's losing a lot of lust and it's gaining it back a little bit. It's back in the national talking spotlight, which is pretty cool to see. Um, so, but yeah, time times are changing. He better, he better really, really grow the game. And then the commissioner after that needs to further uh, commit to bringing baseball back to being a big glory game and it's a beautiful game and i always tell we people love it. we love baseball i always tell people as a new yorker baseball is a a real big time passion hobby of ours like we'll play baseball in the streets no oh, we love baseball yeah no we do love football but baseballs are yeah baseballs are real sport so yeah that's where we stand now with rob manfred mm-hmm and, and again, you know, we we hope for a very smooth transition as he leaves the uh, commission. Well, we still got him for five more years, so yeah, we we have plenty of time. Um, you know, quick question: Who do you think is the worst commissioner, Rob Manfred or Roger Goodell? Well, they're they're tied. <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't know. I, I wouldn't tell you. Um, now, Manfred, here's one thing Manfred is really worried about is this Vegas um, and deal with the AIDS because there's some opposition, especially with Las Vegas mayor, um, I forget her name, but about how, you know, they're not necessarily very committed to having the AIDS come to Las Vegas um, and all that stuff and it's uh it's starting to get pretty rocky with that to a point where the A's have gone to to the city of Oakland and are requesting an extension of the lease at the Oakland Coliseum and um I just have to say this if you want another crack at Oakland 
try to get into the crack at Oakland. Will they accept them back? I think they will. Of course, I think they will. Will they accept? Because remember, remember, we don't hate the team. It's ownership we don't like. Right. Um, but they are requesting an extension until the if the Vegas ballpark gets built. Ultimately, I do think the Vegas ballpark will get built, and the A's will eventually move. I do think that. I think the A's are far enough into the process where it could be they will not allow that to go away. So, um, but now that they're requesting an extension, and apparently these talks between the city of Oakland, uh, County Alameda, and then the um, and the A's. Apparently, that's going very well. But you know the fact that you're asking for an extension on a lease after you just literally got into a fight with the Oakland mayor about leaving, and you have a now you have a hateful relationship with the fan base. Like that, that's that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. That you know you're sort of anticipating uh, maybe I have to stay for a little bit longer. It's just like you know it it it's 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 slowly becoming a disaster for baseball. This is not good for baseball. That the A's are being a little wishy washy now. Do you want to move? Do you not want to move? What do you want to do? Yeah, like if you're committed to Vegas, I know not everyone. In Nevada is committed to the A's company, and that's fine. But if you are truly committed to the process, be committed to the process. If you have to talk to whatever officials in Vegas, talk to them and tell them about everything. But I feel like this is a big time scare tactic, and I'm really worried that this Vegas deal is not going to go down. But ultimately, I do think that they will find a way to get to Vegas and they'll be the A's over there. And um, I'm telling you, people in Vegas are going to love baseball. They're going to love it so much. Hey, they only got football. They got the Raiders. Yeah. And Oakland's a dump. You know, look, I love Oakland. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know a lot of people from Oakland, but... Have you people, been there? But people that I... That are from the Bay Area tell me how much they love Oakland, and Oakland's great, but it's a dump. Like you, it's a it's a big dump, and there's no investment, true true investment, into the, the product. They you have. know what Oakland City motto should be? What? We lost all our sports teams to Vegas. <laughs> well, one team went to San Francisco across the bay, but you know. And we lost another one to San Francisco. So welcome <laughs> to Oakland. We got nothing. Yeah. We got nothing for you. Sorry. All, all, all of our sports teams, they, they, they leave us. They leave they, us. They, 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 and we can't imagine why. The good people of Oakland love, Oakland love their sports teams. Yeah. Well, the Raiders are interesting because, you know, Raiders have been in so many places. L.A., um, obviously Oakland, now Vegas. So they probably have fans all over the place. So, are they in Vegas or are they in paradise? They're in paradise. 
Yeah, yeah I am not gonna. I am not letting Reddy get away with this. But um, yeah, is this deal gonna fall through, and are they gonna stay in Oakland? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think ultimately, like I said, they'll they'll probably stay uh, in Oakland for now. Then they'll eventually move to Vegas and stuff. Um, if the city of Oakland and DA don't come to a deal. They are looking to other places like um, Sacramento, Salt Lake City. They're looking at Salt Lake City. Apparently, if the Vegas deal falls through, apparently Salt Lake City is another place that they're looking at. So, which is like the total opposite of Vegas, right? But I mean, you know, Utah, you know, low key, Utah has some good sports fans, so. Um, that that would be pretty exciting uh, if that were the case. But aside from the Jazz, that would only be Utah's second sports team. Well, they they also have the soccer team, Real Salt Lake. Okay, yes, ML, MLS. So that that counts. Um, and I know people say soccer doesn't count. I think yeah, it, it does. It, it, it's a professional sports team, but but yeah, no, the definitely the, the definitely Salt Lake City would be good. Sacramento, like, what about Sacramento? Like, you know, Sacramento is a good place to put a team. Like, why not? It, 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 you can't blame the sponsorships. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, you, if you could, if a pro sports team can be there, put a team there. Um, yeah, but ultimately, Vegas is the big, big money target. I think they well, because I think now, like with sports gambling and everything, yeah, how the Raiders move there and they want the the A's there, they want just more gambling money, folks, right? Well, I mean, it's also a growing sports town. Like, if the A's officially go there, it'll be their third pro sports team within a decade. Which is unheard of, unheard of. The Golden Knights, the Raiders. Like probably within a twelve-year span, they're going to have three sports teams. Wow, wild stuff. Yeah, so watch out this whole A's Oakland thing. Mm-hmm. But we uh. We wish the good people of Oakland and the good people of Vegas all the best. Yep, totally. Um, well, Bill, I know this was a short and sweet show, but I'm glad that we were able to get our first post-football thing out of the way. Um, NBA is an all-star break, so good, because the Knicks kind of need the rest. You know, they're banged up and stuff. So, And they got the all-star game this Sunday night. So, that, yeah, so let's go. Um I can't watch. Wait to watch all the All Star festivities. So I the will slam dunk contest is always fun. The celebrity yeah. game is always fun. Yeah, you know, I was watching a little bit of that, so that that's pretty cool. Yeah, the Knicks could use a break because they've been banged up and they're losing a lot. So they really they could use it. So they 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 miss Julius Randle. That that that's where it is. They miss Julius. They miss OG Ananobi. They'll they'll get everyone back and they'll be ready. Um. All right, Bill. Good show as always. Hey, good one. Short, sweet, to the point today. Um. Please follow the Sports Sanity Podcast. Uh, many podcast platforms. We post our shows there. 
Uh, follow our socials, whether it's on X, whether it's on Facebook, just search Sports Sandy Podcast. Search Sports Sandy Network on our socials as well. And um, please follow our massive portfolio of sports content we have, whether it's on the podcast platforms or whether it's on the tube, the YouTube. Please uh, like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. Uh, and then, of course, uh, log on to the SportsSendingNetwork.com. And I'm Denny Borretto. I'm Bill Corpus, Crispy Murphy. Next week, baseball. More baseball talk. Can't it's wait, coming. buddy. I can't it's wait. Coming. And then, of course, the basketball comes back, too. So we'll get to that a little bit more. Um, Stuff that, we put on, that we've been putting on the back burner since September. But it's okay. Because this is the best time where we talk about basketball, the the back half of the season, uh, almost you know about almost about more than a half left in the season. This is probably the best year yet. So, and don't forget, folks, next week or two we'll finally have bombers banter. Yeah, it, we're we're long overdue for that. So please, please bear with us. Uh, bombers banter, by the way. Show. Yeah, Bob bombers banter is exclusively on YouTube. So go to our YouTube channel. Season two premiere coming up. Let's go, baby. Can't wait. Bombers banter. Peace. Stay safe and take care.